next Thursday. Dan, it's also the uh, the day that uh, county clerks are going to start sending out mail-in ballots to those who requested them. So, uh, yeah, it's it's that time. And uh, you're going to be able to hear from all of the candidates before then, before early voting starts. I know, uh, at least when it comes to the governor's race, they've got some debates in October. Uh, but that's after early voting has already started. Uh, what about some of the other races down ballot? Uh, are you going to be able to hear from all of the candidates on the same stage to have those discussions? Well, we're doing what we can here on the airwaves to bring you those conversations with those candidates. And one of them that's been gracious enough to share their time with us on multiple occasions is Lisa Smith. She is running for the state house uh, against the incumbent Democrat Sue Shearer. Uh, and just for the record here, I have reached out to Sue Shearer and uh, asked for a uh, a moment of time on the air to talk with her about the race. I uh, have yet to get that commitment, so we'll uh, keep you posted on that. But Lisa, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How you been? Yeah, I've been doing good. Thank you. Good and you hear. will not hear from Sue Shear. Why? Because there's nothing good that she can talk about. She has constantly voted for the uh, Democrat policies of increased taxes, uh, increased regulation. She's a rubber stamp for them. She voted yes on the no cash bail act which they like to call the safety act which is just the opposite she will not come in here because she has to account for those votes and uh, she has nothing uh, good to say that has come from any of the votes that she's done so uh, you aren't going to hear from her have you <laughs> had any indication of a possible debate have you asked for a debate we have called out for a debate um, a couple times and we hear nothing from her and uh, uh, it's kind of her that's kind of her um her way of doing things. She never uh, likes to go on the radio. She never likes to debate. She doesn't want to talk about the issues. Uh, you know, and I'm here to talk about them because you know what? Those issues are ruining our state. So we need to talk about it. We're talking with Lisa Smith. She is a candidate for the state house. And for people not familiar with the district, uh, of course, this is a, a new map that Democrats drew after the 2020 census came out. Uh, give us kind of an overview of who exactly would be those casting a ballot uh, in this district. Okay, so I'm the 96th district, and that is the pretty much the center of Decatur and the West End. And then there's a small strip of uh, land that runs down between uh, Decatur and Springfield, south of 72 encompasses Mount Auburn, uh, Buckhart, Roby, and then hits uh, the uh, the north side of Rochester out in the country, not the town, um, and then the center of Springfield. So uh, they whittled this district down to what they felt was probably the inner city high Democrat areas, but uh, the people in these areas are not uh, are not stupid, and they are standing up and saying, you know what, enough is enough. Uh, uh, I've talked to the people in these areas, and they say uh, they're tired of the high taxes. They're tired of uh, not having businesses moving in. They're 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 just tired of the Democrat stances, and now they're not going to feel safe. They already don't feel safe in their communities uh, because in the in my district, the crime rate is high. And when we defund police with this um, safety act where they impose things on the police that they have to do, but they don't fund them, that's the same as defunding. Uh, they have to use the money now for the things that they want them to do instead of for police officers. Um, and then they are restricting how police officers can arrest people. Um, and um, just there's all sorts of things in this act uh, 
that are wrong. And uh, we're getting to the point here where January 1st, they're going to release probably thousands of criminals into the state uh, because these these crimes that they are holding them for uh, to be before their trial are not going to be um, offenses that can be held in jail. So these people are just going to be let go. Is there and a conversation, though, to be had about those who are of lesser means, unable to make bail for lower-level crimes? Because I think that's 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 where at least the Democrats say that's what they're focusing on, is those who might be indigent, those who might okay. be of lesser means. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And I mean, so you can always compromise on some things and look at these bills and say, hey, okay, this might be an area that we could work on. But when you're releasing people that are charged with second-degree murder, kidnapping, arson, armed, you know, robbery, um, uh, you know, sex offenses, things that are violent things, um, things that could, they could go out and find. You know, what's really scary is that if I was the victim of that, and my the perpetrator is in jail, and you let them out, what kind of safety do I have? They could come right after me. Um, and I wouldn't feel safe at all if I was the victim of, of those crimes. These are not low-level crimes, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's probably things in that act, and I know there is. I've read it. There's things in there that you could, you know, we can negotiate on and we could probably keep in an act if we wanted to reduce some of the um, legislature for, um, for, the, for crime. But there's definitely things in there that are going to hurt the community and hurt the citizens. And, I mean, they're... They're hurting the citizens. They're hurting the police officers. I mean, we're not backing our police with this with this law at all. Uh, I've talked to several police officers and, and sheriffs, and I um, I know that they are not behind this act. So we're talking with Lisa Smith. She is a candidate for the Illinois State House, a Republican challenging Democrat incumbent Sue Shearer. Uh, and uh, if you were to get in, um, I'm not sure what the makeup would be of the of the legislature. But uh, how would you, as a Republican, uh, not just address the, the, the issues of, of crime and punishment. We've talked about that, but other things that uh, we constantly hear about as well uh, from small business owners, taxes, uh, unemployment insurance, uh, high workers' comp costs, high property right. taxes, uh, education. Uh, how would you how would you approach all of these issues with what still could be a potential legislature dominated by Democrats? Well, I think you're not going to see that this year. I think we're going to have a bunch of uh, Republicans uh, take back some of these seats. Um, the, it's not just our um, district that's fed up with all this. The whole state is fed up with it. Their eyes are open. They're seeing what's happening. They're hurting enough now that they're looking at what is going on. They're looking at who passed these, uh, you know, taxes, who passed these bills, what is, you know, what is in our best interest. Uh, and they're finding out that they have been... Um, you know, deceived pretty much, uh, and they're tired of it. I think that what we're, we're going to see is a bunch of uh, Republicans take back some of these Democrat seats, and we need 14 uh, Republican seats to tie. Um, you know, we need 15 to take the majority. Uh, I'm banking on 15. I I really think people have had it. Enough is enough, and uh, people are looking. People who have never been involved in in uh, politics at all, young people even. Um, you know, I talked to a group of of 20 somethings um, uh, one night, and they they know what's going on. Uh, I told them who I was and who I was running against, and they were cheering this whole table of 20-something people. And I couldn't believe that they actually knew 
what was going on. And um, we're seeing a lot of that. I mean, there, you know, we've, I think we've kind of set back in the state and we've dropped the ball here because we haven't stood up and, and yelled enough and said, no, that isn't right. Um, and push some of this stuff back at them, and now we're paying the price, and uh, we need to stand up. Well, and what's your reaction um, whenever you heard that um, State Senator Emil Jones III was uh, you know, the, the 11th state lawmaker in the past decade? And I think another stat I heard, which was even more stunning, is like seven in the past three or four years that have been charged with federal corruption charges. Yes. Uh, what, what, what's, what, what was your initial reaction when you heard that? Uh, oh, here we go again. It was my reaction. <laughs> uh, there's too much corruption in our government and stuff. There's just too much corruption. People need to be held accountable. I mean, they, they think they're above the law, but they're not. Um, and sometimes people stay in too long. You know, I am a, I'm a term limit person, but not, I mean, we also need to understand that you have to be in there for for a number of years to really figure out how to... Uh, make laws and how the system works and how you can do the best job. So it's it's not about super short-term uh, limits, but it's about saying that people can't be in there for a lifetime. You can't 50 make, years like Mike Madigan? You can't make a career out of being a politician. You need to be... <laughs> I mean, I have another job right now, and, I, um, and I'm hoping... You know, to keep my foot in the door on that because I want to be out there with the real people seeing what's really going on so that, um, you know, if I need to uh, enact some change to help real people in the community, I know what's going on. You know, they get in there. They're surrounded by the same people all the time. They don't get out and find out what's going on. They don't work another job. um, And then they get to they get ties to to things and then they're beholding to to. to people because they take these big contributions too, and uh, you know we're a grassroots um, we're a grassroots uh, movement right now, and um, you know I only have a a small. St- uh, p- amount of people helping me, but I mean, everybody's energized. And when we go out and we talk to people, people are energized to take this state back. Lisa Smith, she is running for the state house, challenging Democrat incumbent Sue Shearer. Uh, if people want more information about your campaign, where can they find that? Um, SmithforIllinoisHouse.com. And then they can go to my Facebook page, um, Lisa Smith for state representative. Um, and just contact us anytime if you want to help out, if you want to if you want to sign in your yard. I mean, we're putting out signs left and right. We've went through hundreds of signs. Uh, and uh, we really, uh, we need help walking. I mean, we're, we're all about it. If you want to contribute, that's great. SmithForIllinoisHouse.com. We need all the help we can get with that, too. Believe it or not, but uh, early voting is one week away, the November 8th election. Uh, of course, um, November 8th, but uh, the, the, the clock is ticking and it is upon us. Lisa Smith, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning. I imagine we'll talk again soon, all right? Thank you for having me.